Hey, Max here. Watch Your Brain Media presents coverage of The Last of Us, the HBO TV series based on the critically acclaimed video game by Naughty Dog. Co-host Robbie and I break down each and every episode of one of the most highly anticipated new shows of 2023. We're talking about in-depth episode recaps, reviews, character breakdowns, predictions, interesting and hot takes, and of course, some random thoughts that always seem to come up. After seeing the first teaser trailer, this show is primed to being the next big hit for HBO. We simply can't wait. We kick off this podcast with the first episode where we discuss the latest trailer and some early character introductions. So join us for weekly episodes wherever you consume your podcasts. If you don't think there's hope for the world, why bother going on? You haven't seen the world, so you don't know. You keep going for family. I'm not family. No. Your cargo. Why are you so important? Somewhere out west. They're working on a cure. I think what really impressed them was the fact that I didn't turn into a fucking monster. If she so much as twitches. <laughs> don't. <laughs> on the best way west? Yeah, go east. You've come this far, and you know it's out there. You're not gonna scare us. Scared him? You have a greater purpose than any of us could have ever imagined. Careful who you put your faith in. You might not be her father, but you were someone's. You trust me. Dude, this looks good. It's gonna be, it's this gonna be awesome. Good. This looks good. I mean, I love when they do that with the music. Oh, what is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in. Look at that. What is that thing? Oh, I'm all in. It's phenomenal. Yeah, and I'm pumped. After after seeing that trailer, I mean, I was already pumped with the first one, the yeah. first little teaser trailer, but this one definitely takes it to the next level. Little scared because, you know, taking a video game, adapting it into a television or even movies and stuff doesn't seem to really work out well um, as we saw in Halo. I have some issues with Halo, even though I think there's some good stuff with Halo, but... The Resident over- Evil franchise was okay, and that was kind of a zombie thing. It was no, okay. They no, were fun. No, The first two, three... We're, we're going off topic already. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's a tall order... I said fun. I didn't say Academy I, okay, Awards. It's fun. It's, it's just a, it's a tall order to yeah. take something that... Especially like a video game. Something that you spend so much time playing. A critically like, acclaimed like 20, game. Like good games are 20 to 40 hours long. Yeah. And you immerse yourself into this world, and you're in control of this world. And to then put that control into somebody else, and then have them take you on this journey, don't I don't feel like it works out a lot of times. But 
judging by this trailer and who's writing it, done by HBO, which HBO always does a fabulous job. And the video game creators. Yeah, and and deeply um, involved. And yeah. they said they're not Naughty gonna, Dog, they're yeah. yeah. They're not gonna go completely off. They're gonna follow the video game story, which is one of the best stories in in video games, yeah, just, right? Just watch just that. enhance it. Yeah. You know, enhance the story by giving you a little bit more detail. So yeah. that's what I'm really excited for. Well, just watching the trailer, I was kind of replaying the video game in my head. Yeah, yeah. I know it's spoiler free. I'm not going to talk about yeah. where where it's going to go and stuff. Try yeah. to let people get there on their own. But yeah, I think it's it looks great. Um, I think they got most of the right actors to play the parts. <laughs> We're going to talk about actors. That's what this. We'll talk about it. Um, about. But yeah, let's let's jump into our thoughts then. Aside from the trailer, we want to do a quick character breakdown. Right. Just a couple of the key key characters, especially ones we see in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the lead of Joel Miller will be played by one of my favorite actors. I mean, when he came on Game of Thrones as Prince Oberyn, I mean, he stole the show that Man, season. And if he wasn't so cocky. Oh, oh, let's not get into oh. that. But Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian himself. Dinjarn. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. He's going to be... He's. He, he, I haven't seen him do anything that's not great. So you know he's going to do an epic job as Joel Miller. Yeah. Now, I found uh, this these great character bios on one of the major Last of Us websites. Um, I thought it would be great to, before the show starts, we get a little brief back history. Yeah. What I'm going to call our first five major characters of the show. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Joel Miller himself. A brutal survivor with few moral lines left to cross, Joel, now in his late 40s, has been hardened by the ravages of the fungal pandemic that has devastated civilization as we know it. He's lost friends, family, and everything he valued in life. Living in one of the few remaining military-controlled quarantine zones, he operates as a black market smuggler, dealing in contraband, taking numerous dehumanizing jobs over the years to survive in this new post-pandemic world. Joel's conscience slowly dwindles away as he shuts down his emotions to cope to his new life. He's become very jaded, you'll see, um, when we watch. Because, obviously, when the world goes to hell, you know, and you lose friends and family. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not many smiles and giggles at this point, right? Yeah. Well, I'll say one of the reasons why this is one of my favorite video games of all time is Naughty Dog does such a great job establishing these characters, yeah. but then also the way these characters play off of each other. Joel and Ellie are such a huge, important part. Basically, it's it's their story. Yeah. At least the first one is. Yeah. When you see the events that lead into how Joel becomes kind of the person who he is, it's so powerful. It's done yeah. so well. And if they can manage to capture that and throw that into this show... It's going to be interesting to see oh that God. when we're doing our episode reviews and recaps and, you know, uh, well, we're gonna how see, well they do that. We're going to see range from Pedro. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because he, I mean, he has to. This character. The emotional gamut he goes through. Yeah. He, he's going to portray that extremely well. Yeah. The next is Ellie Williams, our other main character, played by Bella Ramsey, you know. She was in Game of Thrones as well. Another alumni. Another alumni. She had a few show-stealing scenes in Game of Thrones, and she killed that the the giant who was turned. What 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 if what if spoiler alert? Yeah, what if no one's seen? What if the people listening to this? Oh, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones Thrones. at this point, come on, come on, guys, like get your life in order. 
forget what happens in season eight. You still got to watch the whole show. All right, but continue. anyway, she she and she was also in um, his Dark Materials, another um, HBO thing from the Golden Compass. You remember the Golden Compass movie? Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but it's it's a show came basically coming off of that that movie. But she's a up and coming phenomenal actress. Yeah, um, her potential is through the roof, and I think this is going to be her, her other breakout performance here. Um, so Ellie. A brave 14-year-old girl, Ellie, has grown up in this harsh world, and it is all she has ever known. She's an orphan who was raised in a boarding school run by the military within the bounds of the quarantine zone. Naive and curious about the outside world, she is wise beyond her years and highly capable of taking care of herself and those around her. Obsessed with comic books, CDs, and other pop culture, her knowledge base is filled by the remnants of a world that no longer exists. She sounds like a typical 14-year-old there, obsessed with pop culture. Yeah. If there was a TikTok, she would be on there. You know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah. she's a great character, and, and her development and, and story arc is, is phenomenal, and I can't wait to see how they develop it. And I, I, I think she's going to, Ellie Williams is going to knock it out of the park. I mean, Bella is going to knock it out of the park. Yeah, she's a great actress. It's just that dynamic between Joel and Ellie is so crucial. Yeah. In the games, and that ha- I mean, for me, in order for this show to be successful, that has to carry over into this show. Yeah. The way the way that that Joel deals with his loss, the way that she deals with her loss, then that that affects the way they deal with each other. Yeah. That relationship grows, and it becomes something so powerful that it really it just carries. It, it carries resonates the, throughout the show. Yeah, it yeah, resonates through the whole show. That's a perfect it way to say it. Next character is Tess, played by one of my favorite yes. Anatole. From Fringe. If you have not seen Fringe, it is amazing. So if you were like me and you were, if anyone's listening to this podcast and you were a big Lost fan. Yeah. And you were really highly into Lost and then you got into the end of Lost and then you were sitting there going, man, the writers seemed like they were lost. <laughs> because I don't know how made it did. It was just, it was a bad ending to a great show. Yeah. Fringe is the follow-up, not the follow-up to actually Lost, but the people that created Lost. Uh, lost when they did Fringe, and they had a plan. Yeah, it was amazing. It. Actually, I don't know if it's the same writers. I know that's still J.J. Abrams. Yeah, it's J.J. Abrams for sure. Yeah, but Fringe is Lost and the X Files combined. Yeah, it's so good from the beginning to the end. I know we're talking about something completely different. I just had to no, throw that out there. It's worth it. For it's the amazing ca- for and, the actress. It was. And I it love was a her great show. Yeah, so go. I mean, I named my firstborn child Olivia for Olivia Dunham. So did you really? Yeah, I did. You did. Me wow. and my wife, we did. Olivia, you're named after yeah character on a TV show. <laughs> Excellent. Well, my uh, daughter's name is Elora, so figure out where that's from. So, uh, Tess, after the brain infection outbreak, Tessa became a smuggler in the Boston quarantine zone, living in Area Four. While there, she met Joel. The two became partners. Joel serving as the muscle, while she was the brains in their operation. Heavily relying upon each other in the post-pandemic world, the two become close. Tessa even affectionately calling him Texas, and the two flirted with each other during their missions, heavily relying upon each other in this post-pandemic world. With Tessa having various contacts in the Boston underworld and a no-holds-barred approach, she and Joel earned a ruthless reputation to the point where their fellow survivors within the quarantine zone did not attempt to ever cross them. So obviously they became, you know, famous for being a dynamic duel in terms of smuggling. Yeah. Well... If I remember... No spoilers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Tess, I mean, these are all... Every, obviously, we're talking about these characters. They're all important characters. 
Um, I can say that going off of uh, Anna Torv. Mm-hmm. What do you say your name? Anna Torv. I think I think that you, you nailed it. I I don't know how I butchered it. But I think it's Anna it's got to be Anna Torv. Anyways, yeah. I think she's the perfect actress for this. Um, she's great. I've seen her in obviously not just Fringe but other things. Mindhunters. She, she was good. She's she's fabulous. So yeah. I'm glad this is a this is a good pickup for sure. Next we have Marlene. She is a very important character because she is one of the heads of the resistant movement, basically a revolutionary military group featured as the antagonist faction in both the video games, right? They revolted against military opposition in numerous quarantine zones around the United States, intending to restore government control. However, they are largely unsuccessful in their war against the military that's controlling these quarantine zones. So Marlene Dandridge, that's a great choice to have her, you know... Reprise the role. Uh, yeah, reprise the role because she does the voice for that character in the video game. And she's on Flight Attendant. I love Flight Attendant. Yeah. I shouldn't love Flight Attendant, but I like Flight Attendant. I love that show too. Oh, man. Both it's, seasons uh, you, were solid. You talk about a show with a bunch of tank skids and like <laughs> WTF moments. That's that's <laughs> yeah, that's I mean. probably the number one show this year. Um, but no, I think it's, she's great for this role and obviously an important character because we're talking about her. Yeah. Without talking about any spoilers and stuff like that, I guess you can say she's the main reason why Joel and Ellie go on this mission. Yes. Yeah. And so I guess it's the best way to say that without really ruining anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. The next is Tommy Miller, played by Gabriel Luna. He was in True Detective. Uh, yeah. kind of remember who he was in True Detective. I love season one of True Detective. I tolerated season two, and I haven't watched season three. People tell me it wasn't that good. I didn't watch season three. Yeah. But I think that's, I think most people, that's the review. Love season one, somewhat tolerate season two, but a lot of people didn't like season two. I thought I, it was okay. I like season two. Yeah, so did I. I think it was underrated. Anyway, Tommy survived the early years of the outbreak with Joel, his brother. However, the two separated as Tommy sought a more meaningful life than mere survival, leading him to join the resistance and later seeking redemption through his wife, Maria, and the community of Jackson. Both both uh, Joel and Tommy definitely take different paths. Yes. And it's interesting to see in the video game where they both ended up landing. Yeah. If they play it like they did in the video game, it's a good thing, mm-hmm. but it's also a bad thing. Yeah. It's going to be interesting how they, they do this because it's like, to go even deeper, it's like when something catastrophic like, you know, obviously the apocalypse happens, right? You're going to have a group of people who are going to become jaded and just become the worst versions of themselves yeah. to survive. And then you have those who... Who are like, okay, I've survived, right. but now there can we get back to something more meaningful, something more humane? Right. And that's that's where these two are gonna be. It's gonna be very interesting to see how they develop this. Yeah. And uh, then the next character well, is Hold on, Gabriel Luna. Oh yeah. I don't know who this guy is. Uh he plays the uh Terminator in uh Terminator Dark oh, Fate. That's right. He's also in Agents of Shield, and his character's pretty awesome. I think it's solid. The next is obviously the infected. I mean, this is the 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 the, the curveball, the unmanageable um, opposition that yeah. you know that oversees everything. Right. Um, the affected are humans who have been infected by a brain infection and subsequently mutated into horrific new forms. The resulting creatures are aggressive and will attack any uninfected humans and animals on sight. I think that's on par and the mo of every zombie. You're not one of us. You're gonna get eaten. Right, become one of us. But the infected are also really secondary to this show because yeah. 
I would think most people didn't watch Walking Dead to see a bunch of zombies get killed or people trying to, you know, get away from the zombies. Yeah. It was really the characters that were in exactly The Walking Dead. And the same thing applies, at least for me, in this show. It should apply to these characters because these characters are so powerful that the infected are really just an obstacle. Yeah, they're it, the curveball. The characters are what obviously is going to drive this show. Yeah, and how they deal with other humans. Because what makes a lot of these post-apocalyptic shows, movies, uh, in any genre, is, isn't is the zombies or the monsters. It's really the dynamic of the humans, the survivors, left behind. Because a lot of times they do more damage than, you know, the zombies. The zombies are just, like you said, you said it perfectly, they're just an obstacle. Right. But one of the things that trailers showed really well and what I'm really excited for in terms of seeing the show being developed out of the video game yeah. is them traveling across the United States and the beautiful scenery and navigating through all kinds of ob human obstacles yeah. and things. So that's going to be really fun to see. And in the scale that HBO does things, I expect it to be visually phenomenal and stunning. Yeah. It's also, you know, it's a post-apocalyptic show. Yeah. And I'm a sucker for... Really, anything post-apocalyptic. So just am to, I, dude. I, I love post-apocalyptic. I just love it. <laughs> me too. You give me anything, I'm I'm in. So you you put you you put the post-apocalyptic show with HBO. Then you say, oh, it's going to be about The Last of Us, and then you talk about what cast you're actually throwing cast. into this. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's set up to be gold. Hopefully, the execution is there. Yeah, we have a couple other characters. Uh, just quickly, Murray Bertlett. The White Lotus and Nick Offerman, Parks and Recreation, as Frank and Bill. Two, yes, those thought, are gonna be great characters. I, see, I thought I saw him in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, right they're there, gonna yeah. be great characters. Okay, two post-pandemic survivalists living alone in their own isolated town. Can you imagine that? Just it, you know, funny. you control a whole town and you just—that's it. Going with going off the trailer because I didn't really know who was playing what, obviously, except yeah. for the the main two leads and yeah. then Anna Torv. I knew she was in this, but when I saw that trailer, I thought Nick Offerman was yeah. playing Joel's brother. Oh, okay. That could have worked. Threw me for a loop when I when I looked at this doc that that he is not. So, how many episodes is this series? Typical HBO, it's gonna have ten episodes. That's okay. kind of like one of their most popular kind of number. Game of Thrones, you know, a lot of their major shows, ten episodes, right. ten weeks. You're in and you're out, and you can't wait for season the next season to come around. So, I hope. I'm assuming they haven't already said there's gonna definitely be a second season. Yeah, they usually wait at least. A, a, I, the earliest I see is like maybe a week or two after the new you know? Lord of the Rings show on Amazon. I think yeah. the only re the only way Amazon got the rights to do that show mm -hmm. is if they signed on to say they would do five seasons no matter what. Wow, yeah. they really want to tell a story. But, I actually enjoy but that. But there's show. a difference between Lord of the Rings and yeah. The Last of Us. Yeah. Anyways, I'm super psyched about this show. Um, I look forward to watching this. Yeah. Every single day, midnight when it comes out, and then us jumping on a podcast really fast giving everybody a hot take really quick and then spend the next day kind of reviewing it, really diving into it and then yeah. doing another one. So we're going to be, this is our, it's going to be our first yeah. weekly show. Leading up to the show, we'll, we'll drop other pertinent episodes. If there's anything new that comes out that's relevant before the launch, but until then we can't wait and we'll be here episode one to do a full show recap and then like you said a couple of days later we're going to do a full deep dive review speculations yep. without doing extreme spoilers for people who haven't played the video game that's going to be the tough part yeah is... but we're going to do our best yeah um actually i guarantee we will not do any groundbreaking spoilers for people who haven't played the video game. i'm going to do my best <laughs> no yeah we should be able to do that 
Yeah, we should be able to do that. Just to be fair, we're going to watch it as if we never played the game. That's going to be tough because, like I've said, I think I said it five times through this, however long <laughs> this podcast is, this is one of my favorite video games of all time. It's really the reason why I own a PlayStation. Oh, I, I, uh, Naughty Dog is I one of the reasons that. why I own a PlayStation. The stuff that they do is great. Yep. And The Last of Us is, it's so good. The storytelling is so good. The writing is amazing. The character development is amazing. I mean, yeah. I'm not even talking about the gameplay. The gameplay of the game is oh, already yeah. great. The, oh, yeah. the, the, the game looks gorgeous. But the story itself and the way that Ellie and Joel play off of each other is so crucial. Yeah. It's so crucial. If they can hit that in this show, yeah. it's going to be great and it's, it's going to last a lot of seasons. So, yeah. But that, I, I, that dynamic has to be there. For me, it does because that's what makes the show for me. Couldn't say it any better than that. Can't wait for it. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Last of Us, a Rot Your Brain podcast. Subscribe to The Last of Us podcast feed at rotyourbrainmedia.com slash The Last of Us. Follow us on Twitter at rot underscore your brain. And support Rot Your Brain Media and its podcasts by being a part of this exciting new and growing community. Visit patreon.com slash rotyourbrainmedia.